give past you some grace, make a new choice in the present, and don't stress about the future because your power is truly now. And when you make staying in alignment with your soul and your higher self your top priority in as many now moments as possible, that's when you empower yourself to shift so quickly it looks like a fucking miracle. Welcome to Abundant Universe, your go-to podcast for becoming your most empowered, powerful, abundant, truest, and highest possible self through self-mastery, quantum healing, spiritual activation, soul expansion, and ascension. Here we talk about your self-concept, subconscious beliefs, science, spirituality, mindful manifestation, magic, mysticism, remembering and embodying who you really are, and all things esoteric. I'm your friendly neighborhood self-mastery and mindful manifestation mentor, energy alchemist, quantum healer, spiritual ascension activator, and host, L. Brandlin. And today we're going to get a little personal. So hang out with me if you're interested in hearing about my transformative week, especially if you also felt challenged by the energies of the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio, because I learned some valuable lessons that may be applicable to you as well. Before we dive in, be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening, and if you're on YouTube, please like the video to let the algorithm know it should show it to more people because that helps everyone, and leave me a comment to tell me about your Eclipse Corridor experience because I want to get to know you too. But without further ado, let's get up close and personal. This will definitely be my most personal episode so far, but I'm not going to get into any graphic detail, so I don't think we really need a trigger warning today. Raise your hand if you felt a little bit assaulted by the energies of the Scorpio lunar eclipse because, my friend, you were not alone, and that's why there were no episodes of the Abundant Universe podcast last week. I basically had every single traumatic memory I could possibly handle come up throughout the week, including some I had repressed, which is weird for me because I basically have a nearly photographic memory. And I actually didn't know this until later on, but those energies will bring forth sexual trauma in particular, which makes sense because Scorpio, and I have kind of a lot of that in my past. So last week was a pretty wild ride for me, and I required a lot more rest and self-care than normal. To be really honest with you, I spent the vast majority of my waking hours remembering painful shit, crying, clearing, and releasing, and I slept between nine and a half and ten and a half hours each day, which is somewhere in the vicinity of three to four more hours than I normally sleep. 
but this episode isn't about my past. Maybe I'll do an origin story episode if I feel guided to someday. I'm just not quite ready for that yet. And I want this episode to be uplifting and about what I learned because I think that'll be more helpful. First and foremost, though, if you had a similar week, I want you to know I'm sending you so much love and I have an incredible amount of reverence for you, fellow warrior. So I hope you're proud of yourself and giving yourself a lot of love and compassion right now because you deserve it. But I'll be totally honest. I tried fighting what was happening at first because I had responsibilities and I was feeling really guilty about not being able to fulfill them, which brings us to lesson number one, fucking surrender right away because trying to fight it only created resistance and some anger, which made it more painful and it probably took longer than it had to. I know now that nothing I couldn't handle came up, even if I felt otherwise at the time, and addressing, processing, and clearing that trauma was for my greatest and highest good because it led to all of the epiphanies and breakthroughs I was able to have. At first, I wasn't able to access my guidance, and I'm not gonna lie, that was a pretty dark time for me because it triggered the fuck out of my abandonment wound. Even though logically I knew I hadn't been abandoned, I just wasn't in receiving mode, and that's partially because I was fighting what was happening. It's important to remember that our guides and angels are around us all the time, especially in our darkest moments, but those are the moments when it's hardest to feel their presence. And that is not something to judge yourself for because you, like the ocean, naturally have your ebbs and flows. So just remind yourself that you truly aren't alone, even if you feel like you are, and give yourself some grace. And I guess that's a good transition into my next lesson, which was to fully stop judging myself for where I am, where I've been, not being where I want to be yet, my thoughts, emotions, and anything else I might be inclined to judge myself for which is one of the things I teach, but last week really illuminated for me where I can still do some inner work because I really thought I'd gotten a lot better about self-judgment. But that was definitely a challenge for me that I also think made the experience harder than it had to be. And speaking of things I thought I had basically mastered, self-love. But here's the thing. I really do love myself a lot, way more than ever before, but maybe not quite as unconditionally as I thought, which is not a judgment, but an observation, so I'm diving more deeply into that work again, along with inner child work, because I realized I've been neglecting her for a little bit lately, and she doesn't feel entirely safe anymore. So one of the things I'm doing this week is creating an inner child sanctuary meditation for myself and my Sacred Soul Society members. So hit up the show notes or description box if you'd like access to that. 
and all the other divinely inspired content in the membership portal because it will help you change your life rapidly. Another observation I made is that I haven't forgiven myself as much as I thought I had, and I was definitely shooting all over myself at times. I should be stronger than this. I should be doing better than this. I should have healed this a long time ago. I should be able to work this week, and so on. But that was while I was still in the fighting it phase, which lasted into the third day until I figured out that this was going to be a serious and very necessary cleansing process that I needed in order to move into my next level of transformation. Surrendering didn't necessarily make the memories any less painful, but at least I wasn't beating myself up over them anymore, and that meant I was able to give myself all the love and compassion I needed to heal and deserve. Another thing I realized is that I'm still not following my joy enough of the time, which was showing up in my work, including this podcast, and I think it was showing. When I started receiving guidance again, I got the message loud and clear that I need to start each day by asking myself what would bring me the most joy right now, and then just doing whatever that is first thing before anything else, whether or not it makes any logical sense or seems like something I should be doing, which has really changed the trajectory of my day because it allows for more inspiration and the momentum I create at the beginning of the day is filled with joy and even bliss. I also got the message that I've kind of pigeonholed myself with this podcast by creating a series for specific days. Logically, that makes sense and should make my life easier, but it cuts me off from inspiration and potential guidance around what the collective needs at any given moment because it's Monday, so I have to do an episode about manifestation misconceptions, for example. So that's one thing that's changing. I'm going to allow myself to be inspired and guided to what I talk about and teach because there's a definite difference in the energy between here's an episode I feel like I have to do because it's Monday and here's an episode I'm super excited to put out because the topic lights me the fuck up and I know that someone in the collective needs this right now so I'm super grateful I can provide that support. Can you feel the difference? That also means that I'm not sure I'm going to continue uploading new episodes on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays after all, because that also kind of restricts me. I was feeling like I needed a strategy and to be predictable so my audience knows what to expect. And not that I have anything against strategy, but honestly, that's kind of a false limiting belief, isn't it? From here on out, I'm completely trusting that whatever I'm inspired and guided to do, whenever I'm inspired and guided to do it, is going to reach the exact people who need it at that time. And if you're subscribed, you'll get notifications anytime there's a new episode. So it's not like you're not going to know about it, right? 
So that means some weeks there may only be one episode, but other weeks, who knows, maybe there will be five episodes. And I'm super excited to play with this and see what feels good, which leads me to what may have been my biggest lesson and epiphany of all, and I know some of you need to hear this as well. We are literally always different versions of ourselves because of the nature of reality and how the illusion of the movement of time is created, which I won't get into right now because I don't want to get in the weeds, and I've done other episodes on the science that you can hit up if you haven't yet. But what does that mean and why is it such a big deal? It means that what was working for yesterday's version of you may not work for today's version. So just for example, let's say you have a particular manifestation or healing practice that you've been doing for a while, but it suddenly stops ringing your bell or working for you. So you stop doing it. And then you start beating yourself up for not doing it because you think you've set yourself back now. Don't do that to yourself. What if you got curious about it instead and thought, isn't that interesting? I'm not feeling excited about journaling every morning anymore, or it doesn't seem to be helping me as much as it used to. What would excite me instead? What feels more therapeutic and expansive? What can I do that would bring me joy in the mornings again? Because guess what? If it's not bringing you joy, relief, clarity, or whatever anymore, depending on the reason you're doing it, you're not supposed to be doing it. If it feels like a chore, it's no longer helpful because that's how you know you're out of alignment with your higher self and your soul, which are in fact two different things. So if you're on YouTube right now, let me know in the comments if you want an episode on the difference between your higher self and soul. But that's why I was guided to start each day asking myself what would bring me the most joy to do right now, because that's the fastest way to either get into or maintain alignment. And that's how you build momentum toward manifesting all of your desires fast. And it also explains why doing specific series on specific days started to feel like a chore to me and wasn't exciting anymore. I'm a different person than I was when I decided to do that, and continuing it just because another version of me decided it was a good idea is not honoring who I am now. And I want to be passionate and excited about what I'm doing because I know you can feel that too. So I want you to also give yourself permission to flow with your own changes and evolution. If you're no longer passionate about something, don't do it anymore. Give yourself the gift of following your new passion because you're literally a different person than you were when you first started listening to this episode, believe it or not. 
The only thing that keeps you in the same set of circumstances is continuing to hold the same beliefs and think the same thoughts because you're constantly shifting into different versions of yourself, which I know is hard to believe, but that is the nature of our reality. And you have the power to identify as a new version of yourself and make a new choice to reprogram your beliefs and think different thoughts with each new moment. Instead of thinking, I struggle with XYZ, switch the tense on that and change your thought to, I used to struggle with XYZ. Even if it was the version of you from five seconds ago that had that struggle, you're a new version of yourself in every now moment, and you get to change that story anytime you want. Don't dwell in the past because that was a different version of you. So give past you some grace, make a new choice in the present, and don't stress about the future because your power is truly now. And when you make staying in alignment with your soul and your higher self your top priority in as many now moments as possible, that's when you empower yourself to shift so quickly it looks like a fucking miracle. Believe in miracles and magic because you are a miracle and magic. Allow yourself to be the most powerful, magical, empowered version of yourself as often as possible, and I promise you that all of your desires will suddenly be yours in what seems like an instant, finally. And to do that, all you have to do is release everything that is not you everything you were conditioned to be because someone else decided that's the way it was when they weren't in alignment with their own higher self and soul. You're not obligated to carry on a tradition that makes no sense and ultimately disempowers you because at some point someone in your family decided that's how it had to be. You're living in the present so stop dwelling on the past in a misguided attempt to honor your family who should want better for you anyway. Take control of your thoughts by changing your beliefs and the stories you tell yourself because of them, and your whole reality will have no choice but to change too, as it's merely a reflection of you. If you want a massively accelerated process that uses science-backed methods to quickly reprogram your mind and rewire your neural pathways to make your transition as smooth as possible, quantum healing methods that empower you to quickly clear energetic blockages and karmic wounds and imprints, spiritual activations that light up codes of remembrance and dormant DNA, and an empathic, intuitive mentor who truly understands where you're coming from and is capable of holding the kind of space that allows for literal quantum leaps that lead to huge reality shifts faster than you can imagine, hit up the show notes or description box below for all the ways you can work with me right now. 
This month, I'm doing a special session of my signature divinely inspired sacred energetic alchemy code quantum clearing and healing for fear of your own power and the persecution of spiritual gifts wound in order to create space for the soul magic mastery activation that's coming later this month, which will allow you to activate a gift or skill you've already Already mastered in another lifetime that will propel you forward and help you fulfill your purpose in this life. So if you feel called to this, you can find an option for pretty much every level of time and financial commitment. You just need to join Sacred Soul Society or one of my one-to-one options listed below to gain access because you deserve to live in a reality of freedom fulfillment, peace, the highest joy, harmony, synchronicity, miracles, magic, and abundance in every aspect of your life simply by being yourself and fulfilling your purpose. And I believe in you, so you should too. Much love.